Hello and welcome to Fragmenters, the most entertaining podcast that I've found where you get to have a conversation with business women who are enthusiastic about life, work, and money. We love building up other women and getting them ready for their new careers. Cause, 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 no one can do it like we do it, like we do it, like we do it. Hello and welcome back everyone to Fragmenters. I am super excited to be here with Ermi Hosein. She is a full-time female employee in financial services industry and in her spare time. She is a blogger, YouTuber, and a published author. I mean, who has that much spare time? <laughs> welcome on, Ermi. Thank you, Dina. How are you? I'm great. So tell us a little bit about your day job. What do you, what does it entail? I actually recently started to work for a new company. It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a Canadian bank. It's been three weeks that I've been working for this company. And basically right now I'm in the training phase, but I can tell you a little bit of what I'll be doing eventually. So I work with a financial advisor. So just uh, for everyone to be aware, I work in the financial services industry and I come from an educational background on finance. So I currently work as a support for a financial advisor slash portfolio manager. So basically we do is we help with retirement planning. And we also help with investment strategies. I would be doing a little bit of that. And I'll also be doing other things like compliance, uh, documentation, administration. And I'll be helping as well with retirement planning and investment strategies. So in a nutshell, that's what I will be doing. So it's a, it's a, I would say it's a melange of different things uh, that touches a lot of aspects of the financial world. Awesome. Is this your first role in finance? Are you just graduated or have you had experience before? I wish I just graduated, but no. <laughs> I, um, it's been six years that I'm in the financial services industry. It's my third job, I would say. Yeah. Nice. So before that, I was um, in another company in the financial services industry for half and for four and a half years. And prior to that, I was in um, in this American company located in Montreal, and I was working there for two years. And that was my very very first job. We're yeah. talking about 2016. <laughs> <laughs> That's where when I started my current job. So, how did you get into finance? Was it something that you've always been interested in? Yes, it was uh, basically because so basically I graduated from a background in finance and basically what happened is I would say I always had a little bit of passion for it, but I didn't know that I had this passion for it until I actually did the course. So initially I was in international business and finance was my minor. And then what happened is I was like, you know what, I'm not feeling um, I don't I don't know how I feel about international business. So then I was like, okay. Let me just try some courses in finance. And I was super, super in love with that. So I was like in love with my professors and I and I liked going to the class. I liked listening to my professors. I, I liked writing the exams as well. Like I know it sounds odd, but I did. And I liked really studying the subject on its own. And I could see like a lot of improvement in my grades too. Like, you know, when you have a passion for something, it just shows naturally everywhere. So I did have a lot of like 
Like, I really, really like it because I think it's such a, like, dynamic subject and it goes really well with my personality because I'm very, very dynamic. And even now, I'm still studying, believe it or not. So I graduated, but I am doing some certification that I need for my role. So I'm still, like, studying. And I think, like, there is never an end when it comes to learning. For sure. I feel that's why I like IT because it is always evolving. You think you know something and then they completely change it. It's really interesting to find out that you've always been passionate about finance because one thing I'm learning is that women just don't talk about money. So to meet a woman who's always been interested and comfortable with talking about it, that's pretty, pretty unique. Yeah, you're right. Women don't like to talk about money. And I think it's because of how the society is and how we perceive it. Because I think the issue is I also felt the same concern when I was actually taking my finance classes. When I was taking these classes, I never really paid attention. But when I look back at it, I was thinking there were not that many girls in that class. It was mainly like a lot of boys. And I was like, I wonder why it's that. And I think it's because it's just like finance is naturally, it naturally has a lot of men, but I think now things are progressive. We see more and more women, you know, taking finance courses, majoring from finance, running companies that are, you know, running their own company and giving financial courses. So I think things are very much progressive. And I think it's because the whole industry has been so male dominated for many, many, many years. But little by little, I think we're starting to see a little bit more of diversity. And I did encounter even in my workplace, the same concern, especially when I did interviews, I would when I would look up, let's say the management team, there was not that much representation, to be honest. Like it was always men, men, and men. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when I would look at that, I would feel a little bit discouraged, but then I was like, you know what, you want to lead by example. So yes. I would try to like still go on with the process and be like, no, I can be an example for other people and I'm going to still like go forward with this. So I will, I always stayed towards my path. That is so inspiring. And that's exactly what this is for. Because I feel that the more of us are out there that not just doing it, because being in there doing it affects the people around you. But until we speak out and show other women and girls that it's okay, we're not going to see it. Like, look at The Office. Have you seen that show? Um, so I know which show you're talking about. <laughs> I have not watched that because it's just because okay. um, I feel like I have a little bit of hard time getting the jokes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. It's not for everyone, but if you look at it, there are very few women and one is the assistant and they don't, they're not in the leadership roles. You know, the only woman that is in a leadership role is like a cutthroat bitch. <laughs> That's it. So that I feel like, you know, even in, so not social media, but in entertainment, until we have more women role models that are just regular women like us, it's, it's not going to be seen for kids. So I commend you for speaking out and saying, Hey, we can talk about money all we want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, actually talking about that, I did watch um, a movie long time ago. It was 
I don't even remember the 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 title of this the the name of this movie but I remember that it was like in the financial services like it was about finance mm-hmm. and the woman running the person running the company was a woman and, and like she was perceived very bossy mm-hmm. and you know very controlling and you could see how like people were taking advantage of it and how like other men were seeing that so really just um change a little bit my perspective but at least you know like no matter what she still stayed in the financial industry and she still like tried to continue to grow in her position so it was very inspiring and I think it just helped me to see the the world in a from a different perspective because every time I watch a, fi- a finance movie it's always like it's only only men you only mm-hmm. see men uh, it was the first one that I watched I was like okay for once we see a woman so that's that's good oh for sure yeah I'm in IT so always <laughs> men <laughs> yeah yeah so what's been your biggest obstacle trying to get into this field or just being in it? I would say, because, um, you know, like, even though it's been six years, I mean, that I'm in the industry, but when it comes to looking for a job, it has always been a struggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm not too sure what exactly is, but I think through experience, I learned that one of the obstacles that I really had like I had a really big challenge with was the fact that I did not have a personal branding and I did not have a good networking uh, like a good network and I sometimes I regret when I when I was in university I do regret not having have done that like I would go to you know career fairs and you know events organized by the university but it wasn't really to connect with people you know it was just to have free food and and free items (laughs) Uh, and then when I graduated and I was looking for a job, I did struggle a lot. Like I would get so many rejections. It was unbelievable the amount of rejection I would get. It was for like different reasoning or and so forth. And then even this time, it was the same thing because I just recently started working for, for this new company and I did struggle for a good year trying to, you know, find a job. But I learned that all you need is a good network and you need good image of yourself so I started to work a little bit on my personal branding you know like do these things like interviews and stuff like that because it did it does give you know a different I would say it just gives like if people that are going to potentially hire you like they get to learn a different side of you which is still good because they want to see you know can she fit within the company you know it's not always about hard skills it's a lot about your personality and soft skills. So I try to focus more on that because you can teach anyone hard skills, but you can never teach someone the soft skills. You know, you can never have a charismatic person and stuff like that. So I try to focus more on those things like building my network and having a good personal branding. That is so smart. And I think that's the first time that, well, we had someone come on and say, reach out to friends and stuff from LinkedIn. But I think she was a little more social (laughs) when she Mm -hmm. went to those career things in school. (laughs) That's good. (laughs) It's something we all have to learn. Yeah, I agree. So we know what your biggest obstacle was. What's helped you the most? I would say it was my determination and my tenacity. I think I don't like to, I'm very persistent as a person and I don't like to give up. So just to give you an example, the company that I work for, I've been wanting to work for this company since I was in university. So it was since 2015. 
that I've been wanting to work for this place. And I think the fact that I never gave up, that I was very tenacious about this, that I was like, you know what, I do eventually want to get into this place and I will do whatever it takes to, to do that. So I would say like, like for instance, like some of the things that I was working towards with was more like getting the skills because, you know, to work in this role, you need a certain knowledge. They want to see that you have a certain certification experience. I was like, you know what, I'm going to work towards this. I'm going to really do that. And I would say that was like probably my biggest um, accomplishment. And I'm like super happy of this decision. And I'm super happy that I'm part of this because I feel like as long as you're like, you know, persistent, you're a go-getter, you're determined, you're always going to be able to achieve your goals. So, and I think that's what has helped me the most. That's awesome. So you're pretty confident in your abilities, which is great. That is a great skill to have. I didn't find that till my thirties. So (laughs) don't worry. We're in the same path because I also did not find that until I was 28, 29. So, (laughs) yeah. So You said in school, you had very few females in classes. I've had that experience as well. I think only one certification course I took had one other female. The rest were men. So why do you feel it's imperative for women to work in this field? Why would you like to see more women in it? I'm going to tell you three things, and that is uh, diversity, representation, and equality. These are the only reasons why we need so many, like we need more women in the financial services industry. And I think it's because like everything in life, we need a balance. We need a balance of both. And this is why we need more women. We need more women to be educated in finance because I think society and people in general do not invest in that. Usually even at home, it's always the men handling their finances. But why does it have to be the men? It could be the woman too. But I think it's because there is this perception that women are not capable, but it's not, it's not true. It's because we have not given the right tools for them to do that. You know, it's all about educating other people. And I think education, it has to go both ways. You know, it has to be both men and women. As long as the men know that, you know, it shouldn't be just me. Even my partner can do it. And I think that's, that's really all we need just to have more representation, more equality, and we need to invest in more women because we want to have more women in leadership roles. We need more women in um, in the financial services industry too, because especially like when I was growing up, I did not, I did not have that. You know, I wasn't when I was watching when I would watch things, I would not see that. I would never felt represented, and I was I would feel discouraged. You know, like I said before. But we need that, especially for the future generation, so that we can have a more balanced world. Yep, I completely agree. And I feel like it starts young. Like we need to get to kindergarten through third grade kids and start telling them, no, boys aren't just better at math. We are equally good at math. It's just we have to we have to just erase that out of people's mouths and kids are what kids are going to be. There's no girls are more creative. I I know so many creative men, you know? Yeah. And I feel like if, if we, we spread the word and get it out to the younger kids faster, we will definitely see more equality. And I, we see it now, like you said, when you started, there were less women. We're almost 50, 50 in it representation 
where I work. So it's it's definitely getting better in places. And the more we spread the word, the better it's going to be. Yes. Yes. And I, yes. I don't want women in it to boot men out, but I love having multifaceted conversations. And the only way you can do that is like you said, with diversity in the room. If you have similar backgrounds, you're, you're only going to see one problem. And there are so many other problems to be solved that we don't even know of because we never experienced it. So until you have people of color and women and men and LGBT in the same group talking about it, we're never going to solve the world's problems. Yes, I, I do agree with you on that. If someone wanted to be in your profession, what advice would you give them? I would say, um, so for sure, the ones that I mentioned before, personal branding and to value your network. Mm -hmm. But I will also say to learn and to ask questions to other people that work in the industry, because this is something that I have done. So I reached out, even on social media, other women that have been working in the industry, and I asked for their opinion, their expertise, and I asked them how they did whatever they're doing. So for instance, I have a friend who I met literally through YouTube, and she runs her own company, and it's just for female, and she provides like financial advice, and I asked her like, how do you do it, and stuff like that, and she shared a little bit about her story, and so I think this is so valuable, like when you are able to connect with friends or family that work in the industry or friends of friends, you can always get so much like valuable insight that you will not get elsewhere. Like you're not going to get it from a book. You're only going to get it from people that have actually experienced that. So that's an, like a good advice that I would always tell people also just to have a mentor, you know, like anyone could be your mentor and you learn so much from like guidance from a mentor and also the fact that, you know, uh, you should always invest in yourself. Like when it comes to like, learning you know you should not stop learning that's important when you have that willpower that you just want to keep going personally and doesn't have to be linked to your profession it just shows that you know you have so much dedication and passion towards something and it gives a good insight to a lot of people you know potential companies like potential employers like they, you just you're able to sell yourself much easier because you you they see you that you are a rich person and i think that's so important so, so, yeah, I love that you use that word, a rich person, because you can knowing your facts about one thing, it, it kind of brings you back to what you said near the beginning. The soft skills are really what I've learned that I look for in hiring. You can train people to do anything, but you can't change who they are as a person. So I really think that soft skills are the hard skills, you know, because if you can be trained it, that's easy. Yeah. If, if it's something about who you are, are you good with customers? Then you're good in customer support roles. If you're not good with customers, it doesn't make you a bad employee, but it makes you shit at call centers. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I agree with you. And then it's like, oh, you're people's person. Then maybe we can put you to work in a team. You know, like those are so important. You want to value those more than actual hard skills. You know, like anyone could get a degree, but not everyone could be a good employee. So, yep, I completely agree. Yeah. So you've told us 
your best advice for people? What's the best advice you've received? I actually received it not too long ago. And it was because I was struggling to choose between three offers, believe it or not. Like I went for a year. (laughs) I went for a year looking for a job and suddenly I have these three offers on my table. All of them were amazing, but I did struggle a lot. Like I was trying to find the pros and cons and I was like, I cannot figure out what to choose. And I was speaking to a friend and she was telling me, she was like, choose the job that will bring you uh, closer to yourself. That's the advice that she has given me. And I never thought about that. And that's how I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to do. And I'm glad I did that. I'm so glad I did that. And every day that I go to this, uh, my workplace, I'm so grateful. Like I I start the day that I'm like, I'm so happy that I'm going there. I come back home that I'm like super grateful about this, the actual workplace, the people around me. and, And I'm glad that I followed her advice. That is such good advice. I love that. That's something I feel like a lot of people don't do. We have our work self and then we have who we are and we kind of separate that. So to be able to find somewhere where you're able to meld yourself and your work that is so good she's a genius yes she definitely (laughs) is (laughs) so I would like you to tell me a little bit more about your youtubing and blogging and all that fun stuff um yes so I started with my blog two years Mm -hmm. ago and it was never in my plan I never thought I'm gonna have a blog I had a lot of like, you know, it's like, oh, I'm not sure if I'm good. I don't know if I want people to see it. You know, there was always this, these thoughts in my head. But then I was like, I think I, I do have a lot to offer to the world and I want to give back in a way. And I was also thinking like, I enjoy writing and I want to work also on my writing skills. So I studied with this uh, blog two years ago and I talk about a little bit about career. I share a little bit about my, my perspective on like different things that I do in my in my life so I talk about public speaking I talk I give book recommendations uh, I also like talk about ways like how can you study how can do how can you do a certification in finance I give study tips so I've been doing that for about two two years and then this year I created my YouTube channel and even with that, I was like, I'm not sure Then people will see me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has more of global exposure. But then I was like, what am I worried about? Like, if I like it, if I have this idea, let me just go forward with that. So I did. It's been seven months or eight months that I have my YouTube channel. So I mainly talk about like, again, um, I give more study tips. And I also talk about career and public speaking. So I do talk about different things. Mm-hmm. And so far, I've been enjoying it a lot. I really enjoy it. That is so awesome. And I love that you're just doing it because it's something you enjoy. Like this podcast, it was one because I wanted to hear it because I like, you know, more friendly talk than business talk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that's why it's structured like this. But for two, I love doing it. Like, I love meeting all of you diverse, amazing women, and I'm learning so much, and everyone who listens is learning. So, you know, one day, maybe when it it doesn't fulfill me anymore, it'll be gone, but 
for now, more power to everyone that does whatever they want, just, (laughs) just because they love it. And it, it does give, that's a big thing because you said you have a YouTube because you love it, but you're giving advice and speaking in finances and that's huge. Yes. Agreed. So besides those things, what do you do for fun? I volunteer a lot. That's one thing that I find a lot of fulfillment when I volunteer and I try to volunteer uh, for, I volunteer for, to, I support causes like women's empowerment. So I do that. And that's one thing that I do. Mm-hmm. I like to read. I'm a big, big reader. Like I have, like, I don't, I cannot explain how much I love to hold the book. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> just the fact that I'm holding the book. It's uh, something that I really, really like. I have a lot of Did you books. see I was reading, waiting for you. Sorry. Did you see I was reading a book when I was waiting for you to come on? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what I was doing. Just leaned back. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, books are like <laughs> your best friend. Like I love yes. reading books. I, I always have book in my bag, no matter what I go. I always have one. Um, so I like reading books, and I like practicing Muay Thai. Uh, so I I do that. I've been it's been two months that I've been practicing Muay Thai, and and I really really love it. Like. I feel like it's so hard to find something that you love, but when you do find it, it's like the best feeling ever. For sure. Yeah. What is Wai Thai? Is it uh, it's, like, it's like movement, mm-hmm. meditation? It's martial arts. Martial arts. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't it's sure intense, I intense martial arts. Like you're fighting with someone. It's like, you can think about boxing. They're, they're under the same umbrella. Girl, that's awesome. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> there you. aren't many women there either. Um, not that many, but the few that are there are like badass. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Yeah. So yeah. what book do you have in your bag right now? Oh my gosh, it's called, um, it's this new one that came out, uh, wrong time, wrong place, something like that. It's a thriller. Oh yeah. And it's a thriller. It's a mystery thriller. I love those ones. And I basically, um, you know, read read Witherspoon I I know I'm not pronouncing her name properly yeah Reese Witherspoon yes Yes. so she recommended this book and I saw a friend of mine reading it and she just gave a comment she said you have to read this book and I was like no that's it I'm gonna go and buy it (laughs) uh so basically it's a mystery where this woman she sees her son killing right in front of her uh, her eyes this man and then you like and then it just starts to get messed up because you're like, what's happening? Because it just goes backward in the days. So oh, I'm still yes. like at the beginning of the book and I'm like trying to figure out like what's happening. So it's like playing with your mind, this book. So I'm reading that and I'm still like very far away from the ending, but I'm very curious to see what happens. And like, I don't know, I'm, I'm just waiting. For, like apparently like you're just going to be sh- shocked at the end. That, that's I love those shocking books love them love them just did you read where the crawdads sing no oh girl you should add that to your list it is so good and they just came out with a movie it wasn't you know books always better but they did it justice so I would definitely always better always always every time except did you uh read the princess bride no, I did not read that one. There was another one that I, um, oh my gosh, was it The Fault in Our Stars? Yes. I think it was that one. Yeah. 
I think that one they did a pretty decent job. They did. I think, yeah. Oh yeah, did a pretty decent job. Sure. <laughs> and there was another one that I read, the boy with the uh, with the striped pajama. I watched the movie and I read the book, but the book was so much better. I felt like so much better. <laughs> so much better. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was such a good book. I love that. Awesome. So, do you have any questions for me? Should I have any questions? That's the question. <laughs> Some people do. <laughs> well, tell me a little bit about the book that you're reading. This, okay, I'm reading three books right now. I know I get I get bored. And not that the book is boring, but sometimes I have to put it down because I'm processing the information. And sometimes I just put it down because it's not the right time to be reading it, you know. Um, the one that I just showed you, it's called G-Code mm. by Ryan Stuman. I really like it. It's just like a breaks it down so that lit four codes that you follow to help you optimize your life. Okay, so. interesting. Um, another one is a classic that I've seen anyone who desires to be wealthy has said, you have to read this book and it's called Think and Grow Rich. I know this one. Yes. I did, I, that's I what I'm saying. Read. Everyone yeah. said that. Yeah, I know that So one. I'm listening to it. I think I only have like 10 minutes left. I'm almost done with it. Yeah. And then the final book I'm reading is Unbound. No, and that, I know that one. Actually, I'm going to go grab it. I think every woman. All right. So it's called A Woman's Guide to Power, Unbound. Okay, looks so nice. Yes. And this one is, there's a couple Unbound books, but this one's Cass. I'll write it to you. It's like Cassia Urbanic. I will find it. I saw the cover. I will find it. Okay. Yeah, that I recommend to every woman. Okay, nice. But yeah, that's what I'm working on. I do do a lot of fiction too. I, you just caught me on a day where I'm doing all nonfiction. <laughs> I love fiction. I also like to read nonfiction. Mm -hmm. okay. Awesome. So when everyone wants to connect to you, because I know they will, how can they find you? So I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, people can find me there just by typing my name, Urmiho Sign. I also have the YouTube channel, like you mentioned. Again, it's just my name, Urmiho Sign. I have my blog. It's called myways.ca. And I also have an Instagram account. It's called Urmanio. So they can follow me there. And if people want to buy my book, they can find it on Amazon. It's called Discovering Your Identity. Awesome. How about, can I get you to send me all of those just in the email, all the links to it, and I'll put it in the show description. Yes. That way everyone can find you. I will. I will. Awesome. Well, I appreciate so much you having this conversation with me. It was really great meeting you. Thank you. You have a lovely Friday. Thank you. All right. Bye. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you had as much fun as I did. If you liked this, please rate, review, and subscribe to ensure that you can more easily find me in the future. Thank you again. Bye. We got the right stuff. We put the hammer right down. Wanna be like us? You, you better.